Welcome to That's a Hard No, the podcast about saying no and setting boundaries to become the authentic and empowered you that this world needs. I'm Sarah Saunders. And I'm Heather Drago. For those of you returning, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate you and we're glad you're finding our content helpful. A quick reminder, while Sarah is a licensed professional clinical counselor, This podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy with a mental health professional. If you are struggling with mental health issues, we welcome you on this journey, but also invite you to seek out professional help. Go to this episode's page on our website and click the link to find a therapist near you. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Heather. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, so let's talk about managing major life transitions, recognizing family patterns and setting boundaries to change those patterns. All of that can be really tough. Like after listening back to our conversation with Rihanna and Davis, it occurred to me how brave they were to like jump in and make such a major life change. And then proactively have those tough conversations with her parents. I mean, the way they described the previous pattern where there were basically no boundaries between households and people could just come and go as they pleased. Like, as I mentioned, when we recorded, it's like a a nightmare. Everybody loves Raymond Mm -hmm. scenario. Um, So, I mean, it was so brave of them and so smart. Mm -hmm. And I I just thought it would be uh, a great thing to talk about just to like about recognizing those patterns and then having those conversations. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people could relate to what they shared in that interview. So listeners go back and listen if you haven't Mm -hmm. listened already. Um, But because this is this is very common, but it's also something that can be a huge trigger of stress, creating those boundaries and recognizing things that we had thought for so long worked doesn't feel in alignment with what we want moving forward. Mm -hmm. And so in the relational work I do and in the family work that I do, I always, you know, try and paint this picture and help people understand that our history explains us, but it doesn't define us. And so it's important to recognize that, you know, we have been molded into who we are based on our upbringing and our previous environments and circumstances. But we do get to choose what, what we want things to look like. And if it's not broken, don't fix it. If there's mm-hmm. things that are working and, and you know, it's serving us, that's awesome. But if you're finding in your own life and in your own relationships that it's not working, that's where we have to peel back those layers, start to recognize and acknowledge and decide for ourselves what path we want yeah. to go on moving forward. I think sometimes people feel like their family patterns are immutable. Like there's no, I can't change them. That's just the way things are. That's mm-hmm. just the way they are. And I think it's a two way street. And mm-hmm. once you're, you're an adult, it's, you know, it's up to you to make those choices for your life. And it takes courage. I mean, Absolutely. Leanna said, you know, that's the first time I read to go to therapy because I was so afraid to, to bring it up. And lo and behold, her parents were 
you know, they were a little befuddled at first, mm-hmm. but they were very open to it and they respected those boundaries. So, you know, I think it's, it's a, we make a choice mm-hmm. and we sometimes have to have courage to make that choice. Um, so, you know, absolutely. And I think one of the things that, you know, really hit me on the episode and what I see a lot in sessions is that when it comes to boundaries, there is no true manual. And so we kind of think, okay, like I want to set this boundary. And then we're like, how do I do it? And oftentimes it is kind of through trial and error and figuring Mm -hmm. it out. I remember Rihanna saying, and and I could definitely, you know, relate to this in some ways, especially as a first time mom is it it was very rigid, you know? And so Mm -hmm. it feels Mm -hmm. like, okay, here is something that I don't agree with. I want to do things differently. So I need to sit down. I need to have my notebook out and I need to very formally address. This is how I want it to be right. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, maybe that could work, but sometimes it's just about in those moments saying no Mm-hmm. Or by leading by example. Right. And then when a conversation is needed, because obviously we're not mind readers, we do have to communicate honestly and openly, but it takes time to develop that courage and to develop the language in order to do that. Mm-hmm. And so, for example, and again, as we're talking about this, I always think it's really important to note that this is not to dismiss or minimize, um, you know, our upbringing. Our parents did the best that they could with the information that they had. And now, in the world today, we have more education, we have more resources, and we're learning you know, different ways to do things. And so I know, you know, for me growing up, and again, it's not to fault my family, but feelings weren't talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. And whereas I'm raising three boys, and I am, I am, we're always talking about feelings. All feelings are welcome, all behaviors mm-hmm. are not. But it is, I remember growing up getting a message and mom, I love you, but I got this message of if I was crying, you go back into your room when you are put together, come out when you have a smile on your face. Like that was a message Mm -hmm. that I had received. And so I would bury my emotions Mm -hmm. and raising my kids now if they're crying, I absolutely, it's okay to cry. I'm here. You Mm -hmm. let me know what you need, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's okay to be mad. It's not okay to hit. If you want to be mad, here's what you can do. And so even with my in-laws, like, I've modeled that through my Mm -hmm. behavior. And if there's a time that I'm noticing, I'm watching them possibly do something that they're conditioned to do, I -hmm. might very politely just step in and just say, can I show you the way that I handle this? This is Mm -hmm. what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. it can be these little subtle Change organic moments. Mm -hmm. I also like how Rihanna said, it's not a set it and forget it kind of a thing. Like you have to revisit it. Sometimes you have to remind people or sometimes you go back and say, well, maybe I was a little too rigid here and Mm -hmm. let's talk about it again. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, I think that's true. Like behaviors are learned over time Mm -hmm. and 
you know, I know that in my own life and my own marriage with my adult children, like, yeah, there's, there's continual conversations that have to happen. And like we stress all the time, you are allowed to change your mind. Yeah. And there are certain boundaries that serve certain seasons of your life, but then it's okay to go back to the drawing board and re reevaluate that. And just because you're tweaking things, you know, it, it, that's okay. Um, and I really think as we're talking about this, you know, you're only going to grow personally and professionally to the extent you're willing to heal. And what I mean by that is that maybe there is like a limiting belief that you've been carrying around for way too long based mm-hmm. on your family patterns, the way you've been conditioned. And the reason you're finding it hard to get unstuck or to change this pattern is because you're not taking the time to do that deeper depth work and acknowledge it. Um, And it's hard to make changes and transition but it's even harder to live a life of regret. And we've we've talked about that in our other episode. Um, And so this podcast, as well as other podcasts, and I mean, Heather, you know, more than anyone, like we talk about all of the books that we're reading right now. Like there's so many self-help books out there. And obviously I am biased and I'm trying to take the stigma away from, you know, I want mental health to be something that we're really embracing. Um, Mm -hmm. But I really encourage you listeners to seek therapy and do your own work because you have to unpack your trial, your childhood trauma if you want to heal from it. And if you want to really change those things. Yeah. And, you know, some people even think of it as like life coaching or, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it, you don't have to have gone through some terrible quote unquote trauma to have issues that you need to deal with mm-hmm. or things you need to heal from or things you need to process. And so I've talked pretty openly about going in and out of therapy at different stages of my life. Um, and, you know, even very recently and just getting that other person's perspective, just helping mm-hmm. them, you know, sharing with them what, you know, what's going on and and getting their their viewpoint, their feedback and options, you know, it's, um, it's very helpful. And, um, you know, it takes work, it takes work to be your best Mm -hmm. self. It's all about wellness, just like, you know, you you exercise to be physically fed, you eat right, you sleep, you know, mental health is just a form of wellness. 100%. And, And I also think it's important to mention, and I think I've shared this before, but the lens in which I view trauma and the work that I do is trauma is not what happens to you. It's what happens inside of you. And so sometimes I think there's this notion that, okay, trauma is, you know, a horrific, um, event that happened, like a a car accident or a fire at your house or abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, And really trauma happens within us when things are in alignment. Mm -hmm. And so when you're noticing that, you know what, 
it's just not, I, I'm feeling stuck. I'm feeling suffocated or I don't feel free in my decision-making. And, um, those are the types of things when you're wrestling with that, there Mm -hmm. is something, those feelings are signals that Mm -hmm. something deeper is going on. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, kind of bringing this back to, you know, family patterns and setting boundaries, it's really important to identify what it is that you want that feels right for you. And then starting to have those open conversations and creating creating boundaries that serve both people and the relationship. It's not just one-sided. We're we're setting boundaries because we want to have a good dynamic. We want to have a good relationship. It's not about I'm setting this boundary just to, you know, close this chapter or shut that person out. Mm -hmm. It's more about managing that relationship in a healthy way versus the people pleasing and the unhealthy behaviors. It's setting ground rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So listeners, we are so glad that you're here, that you showed up for us today and that you are able to have conversations about emotional wellness and mental health. And we hope that this episode, mini-sode, was helpful for you. Yeah. Well, thanks, Sarah. Such great insights. And I just love our ongoing conversations about all of this. So thank you. Well, good thing, because we'll be back next week. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. We are gathered here today to give you permission to plan the wedding that you want. I'm Jessica Bishop. And I'm Sari Wienerman. And we're the hosts of the Bouquet Toss podcast. Today's couples have to juggle so many things from family expectations to outdated traditions and what's currently trending. So to make it easier, we're going deep to figure out why we do weddings the way that we do. So you can decide what to keep and what to toss from your wedding day plans. You are cordially invited to subscribe to The Bouquet Toss wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcast.com. By the power vested in us, we pronounce you free to plan your day your way.